everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Mindful Podcast. I'm your host, Asia McCray, and on this episode, we will explore the inside of the mind of the student-athletes that we often don't see through their own perspectives. On this first episode, I'm sitting today with DeAndre Bird, Sacred Heart's own football team linebacker. Bird, thank you for coming in today. Of course, it's a blessing to be here. So just tell me a little bit about your career coming into Sacred Heart as a D1 athlete. What was that journey like for you? Um, so I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia. I went to a high school called um, Peace Ridge, um, stationed in Gwinnett County. I ended up, after high school, I ended up going to prep school. It wasn't because of grades or anything. My family was really big on education. Like when I graduated high school, I had uh, eight or nine divisional offers, but we I passed all of them up. And decided to go to Deerfield Academy, one of the top prestigious uh, prep schools in the country, and um, went there. Did a PG year, which is post grad. Um, got offer from Sacred Heart, Villanova, and Georgetown, and I ended up picking here. Now, tell me or describe to me your life as a student athlete. If you had to do it in three words, what would they be? Um, discipline, drive and confidence. And I would probably say that discipline and drive probably going hand in hand just because of the simple fact that um, drive is what gets you up every morning and discipline is what keeps you um, dedicated in your craft and makes sure you stay on top of it every day. And as a divisional athlete, you, you need confidence every day. If you don't have that, it can go downhill very fast. Okay. Now talk to me about, you know, what's your favorite part about being a student athlete? And also describe to me, what would you say to be the hardest part? Um, my favorite part would probably be probably game day, just because of the simple fact that those are the times you get to showcase how hard the team's been working and um, get to play in front of your friends, family, peers, and stuff, things of that nature. And for my least favorite, ooh, I would probably have to say the lack of social life, just because of the simple fact that it's not like as athletes, you don't have a social life, but in my head, this is how I break it down. You, there's three phases. You have academics, you have a social life, and you have sports. And you can't do all three because if you do all three, something's going to lack. So I feel like you have to put you all into two of those, which is for me, academics and um, sports. Because the last two semesters I've been on Dean's List, so obviously... Um, oh, so you're smart. That's good. <laughs> I try to stay in the books. But, that's good. That's good. Um, stay on top of that and everything will be fine. Okay. So talk to me more about your social life. I know you're busy as an athlete, but do you try to make time to do things outside of sports that, you know, will still make you happy? Um, I try to golf a lot off campus. Um, it's time for me to just really get outside of my mind because golfing is really a mental game that I learned. And it's time for me to just get away from everything and just think. And it helps me a lot. And besides that, I just hang out with my friends do stuff boys do <laughs> so would you say that you know, would you say like golfing is like one of your hobbies outside of basketball do you have any other hobbies that you don't really tell anybody or no one knows about you uh golfing is probably top of the list okay so have you been faced with injuries this far being a student athlete at sacred heart not at sacred heart and prep squad for my acl coming in but ever since i've been here i've been fairly healthy Okay. Um, 
would you say when you tore your ACL in prep school, did that physically, well, obviously it physically hindered you, but would you say it had an effect on your mental? Definitely. I don't know if anyone has tore their ACL before, That's, but it's probably the worst thing I could probably wish on someone just because of the simple fact that that timeline is honestly six to 10 months, depending on how your physical therapy goes. And for the first two months, you are in a room by yourself, probably on the ice machine, bending your knee. And that's probably the time you have to yourself to just think about everything that's going on. And honestly, um, doubt starts to keep into your mind, not knowing if you're going to be the same as you were before. And that just takes a toll on you as a person. But I feel like once you get back to uh, doing what you do, stay on top of physical therapy and just being disciplined in everything you do, then um, you start getting your confidence back. And once the confidence gets back, you're on, you're on the way to go. How long did it take for you to recover from your ACL? <sighs> I got cleared and I would say eight or nine months, but I still have patellar so I feel it here and there, mm-hmm. especially when it's cold outside, but yeah. nothing that would hinder my play. Okay, so you would say getting hurt back then, you you didn't go back to, into the game feeling worried or scared about, you know, coming back from injury. You were pretty confident, you think? Um, yes, well, my freshman year, I had to wear a brace, and I was just getting, getting back into the football field. The brace, I hated it. Couldn't really move around in, but come sophomore year, I ended up taking it off, and um, the, the doubt really left my mind after that. How would you describe being injured as a player? Like, you know, people say the sports world is a business. Like, did you feel like your coaches and your, your teammates kind of like shied away from you? Or did you feel like you had the support that you needed to continue to, you know, fight and work hard to get back to where you were before injury? I would say a combination of both. I mean, um, everybody knows that Division One sports is a business. Mm-hmm. Um Either you perform or you don't. You're going to be in the field if you perform. If you're not, you're going to be on the sideline watching. And that's the bottom line of it. And honestly, um, if you're on the sideline and watching your teammates play, all it really does is make you more hungry and make you want to get on the field to do better and help the team. Okay. Sounds good. So could you take me through your normal day-to-day life? Everything, like from start to like waking up until time you go to bed. Are we talking pre-COVID or? Let's go pre-COVID and we'll jump into COVID soon. During season? Yep, during season. Um, We would probably wake up. We would probably wake up in the morning, have um, lift in the morning by 6 a.m. Lift 6 a.m., meeting 7 a.m., practice. 9 to 11, um, depending on the day, might have two classes. One may be a block. When you say a block, like, what, is like, what does that mean? How long is a block class? Two hours and 30 minutes. Okay. And a regular class would be an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. So um, somewhere between that, you have to fit in lunch. And then... You have to fit in lunch? You have to fit in lunch. So are you saying you don't have time to eat during your busy day? Um, it's a struggle. It's definitely a struggle, I would say. And um, after class, you will probably come home. Let's say you come home around three or four. You try, you try to take a nap. 
um, wake up from your nap, have to do homework. Mm-hmm. And honestly, there's probably be another meeting that night from How seven or meetings? eight. It depends. It can la- it can go from 30 minutes and go to an hour, okay. depending on how the coach is feeling that day. Now, do you have meetings every night or is it just like every day. twice uh, every day? Every day we have a meeting. Okay. Yeah. And then um, after that, get ready for the next day, really do some homework and that would be my day. So that's a lot. Definitely. That's that's like you said, you get up at six. six. So I'm guessing your alarm is set by like what, 530? Uh, probably like 505. Are you a slow person in the morning getting up? No, I actually, I, my body wakes up at around five every morning, regardless of alarm or not. Do you try to get breakfast in before lift, or are you someone who can just like go and then you'll eat after? Uh, if anything, I would eat a protein bar, nothing crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, another question I have for you. Now let's jump into COVID. Let's do a, a U-turn. So life is obviously a little different this year. Just talk to me about that. How is it like playing in COVID, being an athlete in COVID? Like what, like what's, there has to be so much going in your mind right now. You're an athlete. You're kind of being exposed to a lot of different people. Like how does, you know, how has life in COVID been for you this season? Um, Definitely stressful. I would go back to last semester where, um, we definitely had a spike. <laughs> the football team, I think we had, after Halloween weekend, we had 43 cases. How many people are on the football team? Uh, it can range from 90 to 105, somewhere around there. Okay. Okay. So, it's honestly, once one person gets it, depending on who it is and who they hang around, it can be a wildfire from there. But Yeah, because it's hard for you guys to, like, stay apart. Like, exactly. your teammates, you guys are friends, you're trying to bond on and off the field. Like, like how does that make you feel trying to be here with your team but really not be around anyone? Like, I know that has to be hard. Exactly. Where When we got sent home last semester, obviously we found out we weren't having a season in the fall. So – um, I think people were lackadaisical last semester when finding that information out, going out, being careless, not wearing a mask. But when we came back on campus this year, um, after the fall, we knew that a spring season was upon us and then we had to buckle down a little bit. So the leadership council and the older guys got together, um, basically told the younger guys and the team what we had to do to execute to make sure that we do what we have to do so we can play in the spring and Honest, the last three to four weeks, we've had zero positive tests, which is really good from where we came from. And I just feel like, honestly, it's a combination of, I think we built a lot of immunity last semester mm-hmm. and people are just bucking them down and realizing what's um, what's at stake. What's life like on campus? You know, I feel like, you know, the football team is always like the the stars of campus like do you guys like miss being out around everyone like how is that life like on campus um stars is a big word (laughs) Um, i mean you guys play football like everyone knows the football team like you guys are like celebrities around campus (laughs) like (laughs) um it's different we don't really we don't do much honestly outside of my housemates and other guys who live on my street, I really don't see anyone else because I really don't go to class. Everything's on Zoom now. Mm-hmm. So 
my day really consists of either Zoom meetings or we might have in-person meetings, which is strictly my position group. Then we'll have practice. And then outside of practice, we don't really see anyone. We don't go out. Um, we're pretty adamant on not seeing anybody outside the football team and staying in our bubble. So social life really isn't there right now, but we have a bigger goal in mind. I feel like after the season, when we win a championship, we can get back to that. So you talk about a championship. Take me through your your life right now in COVID, being an athlete, getting ready to play for a championship. Like, what's your mindset right now going into this season? Um, so how our schedule is built this season, we have four games, four regular season games. And the fifth game would be a conference championship. And then the winner of the conference championship will advance to the playoffs. So in my head right now, every game is a playoff. This is basically elimination round every week. So we have to be fully prepared for our opponent. We can't take anyone lightly because if we lose one game, then we would have to be base, basically play a waiting game and see, and see who wins next week. And that's something we don't want to do. We rather yeah. just be in control of our own destiny mm-hmm. and handling our business week by week. Okay. Talk to me about what's something that you would want outside people to know who aren't athletes. Like, I know we've gone through like day-to-day life, your mindset, but what's really something that you always want people to realize and to understand about athletes that people don't really get to see or hear about often? Mm, That's a tough question. I think athletes kind of get the persona of, we don't really care about education. We're just here to play sports. But I feel like if I'm being honest with you, our schedule is more rigorous than a regular person who just goes to school here. Outside of, I would say, nurses, because I hear their schedule and their clinicals and all that stuff they have to do is ridiculous. And it's a lot of work. And I commend them for that because I don't think I could do that, honestly. <laughs> but I feel like what we do is very hard mentally and physically. And I don't feel like we get the credit for what we go through day by day. How often do you lift? Uh, in season, we lift three times a week. And that's not including. So Coach Fee, our head um, strength and conditioning coach, he opens the gym up on certain days that we're not scheduled to lift. And we just have to um, write our names down of when we want to come in for extra work and things like that. But in season, we only lift three times a week and we practice we actually just got done with camp. So we were we were going six days a week. We had one day, one off day a week. Yeah, like yeah. one off day. You guys are like grinding out in the fields. And it's about to be March. Like you guys probably aren't used to being out in these cold, this cold weather around this time. So I feel like, yeah, six days a week, lifting three days a week. That's a lot. You guys definitely go through a lot. And that's good. I feel like people do need to realize that because I feel like as athletes, you guys probably go through so much mentally and physically and people just, like you said, probably see you as someone in a uniform. Exactly. Like, have you ever been called a jock? People still, are people saying that? I don't, they don't, I never heard the word jock when referring to me. (laughs) So what do people call you? (laughs) Um, Just bird, my name. Um, That's really it. I don't really get those type of names. 
Okay. Well, thank you for joining us today on the episode of Mindful. I'm your host, Asia McCray. Tune in for week two when we discuss mental health and student athletes. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me.